Welcome to Marking Minute by Presco. From engineered film to safety markers, take a minute to explore the products that impact us every day. Hey everyone, welcome into the Marking Minute, a podcast from the experts at Presco. I'm Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode today. Today we're diving into the world of copper clad tracer wire. We're going to give you some use cases, uh, some of the primary industries where we see this as a as a product that is necessary and beneficial. And uh, we're gonna, overall just going to get to an overview of this product and some thought leadership on it. And so joining me today are two subject matter experts. First, we have CJ Freeman. He's sales, service, and business development manager at Presco. CJ, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, it's good to be back again. It's been a while. It has been a while, and I'm happy to welcome you back on the show. It's uh, it's good to talk to you today, man. We also are joined today by Brian Holmes. He's the Vice President of Business Development and Engineering at ProLine Safety Products. Brian, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Brian making his inaugural appearance on the podcast, and so we're, we're pumped to have Brian today. Um, so, Brian, let's just kick things off. Uh, introduce us to the basics of copper clad tracer wire. What is it, and why is it an important topic to uh, for us to discuss here on the podcast? Uh, that's great that you asked, Tyler. First and foremost, the job of tracer wire is to allow us to find and pinpoint the location of buried utilities Uh, underground. Uh, This helps us to prevent hitting them during excavation and construction. Before we continue, uh, we manufacture and supply both copper and copper clad steel tracer wire and the accessories that complete the entire system. Down the road in future podcasts, uh, I would love to rejoin with you guys and uh, we can discuss things like connectors, tracer wire test stations, ground rods, and more. But back to your initial question, uh, copper clad steel in its infancy is a replacement for copper wire, it costs less, but gets the job done in a better fashion. In general, uh, copper clad steel consists of a steel core that is metallurgically bonded with copper. The copper and the steel have been heated and forged into each other at the molecular level. The copper provides the locate and the steel provides the mechanical strength and durability for the life of the utility. Such mechanical properties uh, like brake load, side impact strength, and reliability are second to none with copper clad steel, and copper just cannot compare. Uh, Moving forward, uh, we'll illustrate uh, copper clad steel and some of its unique abilities like brake load uh, that can be engineered by the selection of steel and the heat treating process that we use in our manufacturing process. CJ, Brian just gave us uh, what sounded like a pretty dynamite answer. Is there any other uh, any other details that you want to mention? I'm just a sales guy, and that was a pretty uh, good explanation. But on my end, the best way I can uh, uh, structure that is essentially copper clad steel is kind of the the new school tracer wire, if you will. Like uh, Brian was saying, it's going to you know, do the same and outperform in some instances, uh, copper wire, it's uh, less expensive uh, and there's no theft value to it. So for those of you that have product that are out on job sites, nobody's going to be able to take that uh, like they would copper wire and go resell it for a profit, which is always a plus for, uh, for you guys. 
Hey, that's a that's a really good point. So from what you guys are describing, it sounds like this product is more cost effective, um, just a more effective product overall, and uh, and and more theft resistant. And so uh, to me, that sounds like a win win win. What what are the what what's the common objection that you hear then for why someone wouldn't use this? Because all I'm hearing right now are are three wins. And so uh, t- to me, this seems like a no brainer. What 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 are the objections that you've heard uh, in the marketplace? Yeah, I mean, for one, it's it's new. It, it's a it's a newer product, so some people aren't even really aware of what you know copper clad steel does. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of times, some people, for lack of a better term, are just kind of set in their ways. Brian, would you wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, I would actually wholeheartedly agree with that. It's uh, something new. It it does actually have a uh, commanding market share right now for the time that it's been out. Um, but you know that just further uh, illustrates to me that uh, we're on the right track and uh, providing a better product to the market um, that takes everything into account from being uh, economically viable, uh, giving us a safe means to uh, locate our underground utilities, and really at the end of the day to save lives. That's a great point. And Brian, one of the things I wanted to touch on was that that aspect of, of regulation, I guess, right, where where you need to be able to tell where these lines are in the ground, right? And, and that's that plays a big role in this. And that's something that, that Copper Clad Tracer Wire, as you've mentioned, uh, does does just as well, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, in it's funny that you mentioned the regulations. By federal law standards, every linear foot of any non-metallic utility line must be locatable. What is a non-metallic utility line? It's any type of plastic pipe. Uh, So it could be polyethylene gas pipe, water pipe. It could be uh, duct used at the end of the day for electrical cables or fiber optic cables. You know, knowing this, tracer wire basically is, in its core, considered the most cost-effective solution for utilities. Uh, I could drone on and on about other technologies which have value, like RFID technology is a simple example, but... These all just play a complementary role to tracer wire and cannot replace it. Um, tracer wire is that only product, basically, that can track every every linear foot of your pipe service that is underground. Yeah, and one thing I think that's important to to touch on here, especially from the customers out there, is not all wire is is created the same. And and you know, I think one thing really important to focus on is um, you know, does your wire have a direct burial rating? And a lot of times people are using uh, what they would call building wire as a form of tracer wire. And will it work? Sure, it will. But the fact that it doesn't have that direct burial rating means that it's far more susceptible to corrosion. And as Brian can allude, corrosion is one, is is the killer of tracer wire. And if that wire uh, becomes corroded, then that utility that it's there to protect and for locators trying to locate that utility is, is basically going to be unlocatable. Brian, would you would you agree with that? I would absolutely uh, agree. And to you know uh, expound on that a little uh, further, you know we're we're burying a wire underground to help us identify where our utility lines are going, so we don't hit them. If you think about the environment for a sec, underground, you know, it's it's a rugged environment. It's uh, wet. You got water concentration. You got salt. You got all the electrolytes that are in the soil. 
Um, you know, the funny thing is, is in any type of an electrical application, you know, power running to your home uh, in the grid system, all of this stuff buried below ground has uh, must by law have a direct burial rating to it. So it holds up um, building wire, as you brought up uh, specifically uh, product THHN. Um, when I entered into this market long time ago, uh, going on about 22 years now, THHN was the product of choice. There was no direct barrel rating, and the issue is corrosion at the end of the day. It may work today, but five years from now, that jacket will break down. Corrosion will set in. It will break the conductor, and you lose your path of conductivity, i.e., you can't find it, you can't locate it. So having a jacket that is rated for underground use, like high-density polyethylene is a simple example, is the best way to go. Not only does it hold up to the moisture, it can take a pretty good beating in that rugged environment that we're placing it in. And you know, Brian, you, you were mentioning just your experience in this market and, and some of the knowledge and the uh, the expertise that you're going to have a, as a result of that. I, I think that that is particularly valuable uh, for customers and for people to know just that they can rely on Presco to provide the expertise in this market and, and to know things like what you're describing, right? Right. The the, the corrosion and um, you know not being able to, to trace that wire in in five years or so uh, because of that corrosion. I think that those are important details for people to understand because then they know that that Presco, you know, has this expertise and has this level of knowledge to make sure that they make the right decision in this case. Tyler, you couldn't be more spot on on the money, but that's not all we do here. It's great that we make tracer wire and stuff. We also help design systems for utilities at the end of the day from start to finish. So, you know, these all take into account things like, uh, you know, how can I bring costs down in your system, not only on raw material cost, you know, upfront cost of doing the construction, um, but how can we lower the operating costs, make the locating easier? Um, and you know, we have products down the road that we would love to you know, bring into the podcast at a later time uh, to do this. But we do everything from start to finish. We're not just a manufacturer by trade. Uh, we love to manufacture, but we like to put our education to the test in the marketplace and make these systems better. The less often that we can hit a utility line, the less damage that is done to the general public. Uh, you hit a water line, water floods your basement. You hit a gas line, hopefully nobody is in the general vicinity. Uh, you electric line, you get you electrocute yourself. So these are all things that we all need to be wary of. And you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, most people aren't that conscious of what's going on in the underground world and thank God uh, for the regulations and the products uh, that ProLine manufactures and engineers, because it not only helps the utility, it helps keep the general public safe from the unknowns in the underground environment. Yeah, and I think from like a system standpoint, you know, Brian brings up a really a, a good point. And I think from the surface, you can look at things and say, oh, well, I could use this wire, it's less expensive, or I've used this wire in the past, uh, so we'll just continue ordering that. and without really having that consultation um, with our teams here at ProLine uh, and Presco, you could be doing yourself a major disservice. Uh, I know Brian could allude on this a little bit, but for example, you know, if you're using, uh, if you have an, a directional drilling or boring job that you're needing wire for, and you were to go in there and spend all the time to pull back that wire through that bore system, and that wire were to break because it was not adequate, for um, the amount of uh, tension that was on the wire broke um, or abrasion, that wire's toast. I mean, Brian, how expensive could something like that be 
um, on something for directional drilling. If someone were to break or damage a wire because they were using an improper one. Uh, the cost ramifications uh, generally to the contractor or the utility who's ever installing it uh, can be quite imp uh, impactful at the end of the day. Um, to understand a little bit about directional drilling, you know, the process in general, we call it trenchless installation. It's environmentally friendly, um, but it entails taking basically a drill bit on a machine and starting a pilot hole from point A to point B. Then we pull back pipe from B to A by reversing it and bringing the new pipe back along with it. Obviously, you can see this is ideal for things like avoiding traffic and disruptions in congested areas. Uh, it helps uh, installations get done in a more speedy manner. But the pullback process itself uh, places enormous stress on the tracer wire. It's it either survives or it breaks at the end of the day. And when you break your tracer wire during the pullback, there's only one solution that you have at the end of the day. And that solution is to redo the entire pull. Uh, I like to use an analogy as, uh, uh, you know, from real world experience here, being out on a job site where they did lose a tracer wire. It was about an 800 foot uh, section uh, in one pole. And in reality, that took about eight hours of the day to set up with two crews. Um, and losing that wire required an entire extra day between the two crews. It was upwards of about six to $7,000 before it was all said and done. The tracer wire paid for itself a uh, hundred times over in that instance. So it does make sense to use a wire that is rated uh, you know, with a high tensile load for directional drilling, um, not for locatability reasons, but mainly for the process of getting it in the ground um, and making sure when you're finished, you have a wire that's intact and locatable. Um, otherwise, what's the purpose of putting a wire in if it breaks? Yeah, and Tyler, you know, we've talked in other podcasts about some of the different products. And one of the things I think that's been kind of a motif across all the different conversations is how we can make life, uh, you know, easier for our customers. And this is no different than, you know, having barricade tape strung up and it not being adequate to withstand um, the elements. And it, it, falls down and now that perimeter is unsafe and now you're going to have to spend more time to send somebody back out there to resecure the perimeter of that large construction site. This is no different than that. Um, you know, if you, by partnering with uh, Presco and ProLine, you are going to have a full system that is designed and will meet the requirements to make sure that you're not going to have any interruptions like that. And I think that's what's real important. I think a lot of people can kind of miss that and not pay attention to it and then down the line uh, really regret it. So that's definitely something that we wanna help our customers and their customers um, out with, making sure that they have the uh, correct uh, wire accessories and uh, full knowledge of what type of system they're putting in the ground. So. That's a great point, CJ. And yeah, yeah absolutely correct. To, to relate this back to other products that we've talked about on, on the podcast in the past, I think that's a great point. And uh, and just really illustrates uh, the values that, that Presco shows as a company. I think uh, I think that's a really fantastic way to way to put it. And we've talked primarily uh, about this from uh, from a utilities point of view. Uh, Brian, are there other applications or other industries that that you're also seeing uh, this product being used? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the copper clad steel wire that we produce, um, it, it's, it's mainly designed for frequency based applications. 
Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, applications that we're also involved with in supplying our product on include things like underground pet containment systems. You know, you're trying to keep Fido in your backyard, but you don't have a, a, a fence, a physical fence. Um, installing an underground pet fence system is a great idea at the end of the day that is considerably lower in cost than putting in a real fence. Um, our wire uh, goes into that application just like it does tracer wire. The dynamics of installing it are different. But the cost advantage uh, and performance value of the copper clad steel really becomes a value proposition at the end of the day that uh, can give you a better product and leave money in the pocketbook. Uh, some other markets that uh, we're exploring are things like uh, the autonomous lawnmower market. Uh, similar to the pet containment, uh, you line a boundary around your property and uh, the wire communicates with the lawnmower and, uh, you know, you can uh, be sitting on your hammock enjoying a nice beer if you want or a cup of coffee and uh, watch your uh, mower get to work uh, while you relax. All right. This just this just sounds too good now. You know, I can I can have my, my lawn being mowed and uh, keep Winston and Ranger in my backyard without having to leave the hammock. That's 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 right right up my alley. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I need about. To, so, I need to get one of these mowers. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. That's uh that's fantastic. Well, and and even as we're talking about utilities, um th- I know it's not it's not maybe the exact situation, but uh I, I think all of us here on the podcast uh, live in Texas and saw uh the effects of what happens when utilities uh, don't perform the way that we would expect um here over the last several weeks. And so um and so I again, I think that just reinforces the point uh, of why it's why it's so important to make the the right decision the first time. Uh, when it comes to these to these products, yeah, and I, I mean one of the things that I don't I, I don't want to get too bogged down on pricing and uh, how that works with whether it's the copper comex pricing, but I mean as Brian can attest, uh, pricing is at a high. I don't know how, what is it at a few year high, Brian, right now. Uh, actually, today copper uh, just closed, and I'm sitting here looking at my screen, and uh, it. Uh, hit $4.30 a pound, uh, which is pretty crazy. The uh, the all-time high for copper uh, was actually $4.41 a pound uh, back, I believe, in 2011, if my memory serves me correct. And for reference, when I started into this market and dealing with uh, just wire in general, copper comex was at $0.62 cents a pound. So, there's a lot of things that uh, go to that, but uh, copper itself is a volatile commodity. Uh, it's expensive. Uh, it has high theft value to it. Um, and at the end of the day, the copper clad steel provides a product that is, for the most part, um, not beholden to the volatile nature of copper. We do use copper, obviously, in the product um, as well as steel, but um, you know, about 13% of the value is copper based, and uh, it allows us to work with utilities and distribution chains on, um, you know, putting price points together that can be held for a firm period of time. And you just can't do that with copper. And, you know, from a utilities point of view, when you're budgeting for these projects, uh, being able to count on and not have to go out to rebid and know what material costs will be, not what they could be, you know, there's, there's, there's truth to that. Yeah. And I honestly, the only reason I bring that up is I think now with the price of copper where it is, I think more and more people are going to start seeing the substantial rise in their, in, in what they're having to pay for, uh, in just pure copper tracer wire. And I think it's going to start to push people more and more over to copper clad steel. One important thing to understand is our high flex 
PE 30 or PE 45 jacket, copper clad steel is going to feel very similar in, um, in the contractor's hands to copper. Uh, one, you know, misnomer out there is, you know, some people would say, oh, well, if the steel is a component, it's going to be a lot tougher to work with. And that's basically why this was developed. Um, I mean, bottom line is copper clad steel is, uh, is here for the long haul and it's only going to be, uh, continue to be used more and more as people, uh, discover the benefits of the clad steel as opposed to copper. And so, yeah, I, I, Brian, I know that you have been kind of intricate on, especially that high flex product line. If you want to elaborate a little bit on what I was saying there and why that's important to the contractor, that may, uh, that may help. I'm not, I'm not as much of the, uh, the wire ins and outs guru as uh, as you are. So maybe you can talk at a little bit better than I can. Uh, yeah, no, I absolutely would love to. Uh, to start, uh, there are three versions of our copper clad steel tracer wire. Um, before we talk about that, let's, you know, let's kind of just do a quick run through though of the use of tracer wire, how we install it. Um, you know, in simplistic form, uh, we have the world of open cut, we call it. That involves excavating a trench. We lay the utility and tracer wire in it. When complete, uh, the trench is backfilled and it's closed up. Pretty simple. Uh, then we have directional drilling, as we discussed, where we take a drill bit, get from A to B. And then as we're pulling back from B to A, the starting point, uh, we're bringing that new pipe uh, right along with it. Uh, as well as the tracer wire, and that's the portion that puts a lot of stress on that wire. It survives or it breaks at the end of the day. Um, then we actually have a third use, which is pipe bursting, and it's uh, been around for a while, but uh, it's uh, making its use in water and sewer. And pipe bursting involves a bursting head that literally bursts through an existing pipe, fragmenting it out of the way. While it's doing that, a new pipe is basically pulled in on the tail end, replacing the original pipe. This is even more violent than directional drilling um, and the tensile issues there. So what does this all mean? Well, we designed copper clad steel from the get-go to basically be the game changer. And the game changer is this. It's offered in three product versions. High flex, while I like to consider it a flagship, um, it's a, it, it really is just a replacement for copper wire. It is 50% stronger, um, and it is ideally suited to basically your open cut, putting it inside of a conduit, or using a vibrating plow to get it in the ground. The flagship, in my opinion, is really the HDD wire. Uh, we call that HDD CCS. It is the directional drilling version that is used in directional drilling and or pipe bursting. In simplistic form, it's an extra high strength uh, version that has a high carbon core. Uh, made from steel, and it's 600% stronger than copper in the same size. It's basically equipped to handle all the ruggedness and the stresses of that directional drilling pullback process or pipe bursting. It's bold, strong, fearless, and I even have a motto for it. Uh, I call it one shot, one pull, one wire. So those are two key products that are interchangeable. It's very often you'll do a little bit of the open cut work on a project, and then you'll go into an area that is environmentally sensitive, therefore bringing in directional drilling. And then now you have a product that is truly rated for those tensile load issues. We have a hybrid product that we do call high strength. And in a nutshell, that is 200% stronger than copper. But 
from an engineering point of view, it's kind of a bridge for the utilities that aren't really that involved in directional drilling. They do a lot of open cut. They have small poles on the directional drilling side. So it's a kind of a middle of the road brake load that allows you to do multiple things with it. But in most systems, it's generally going to be a two spec wire on the tracer wire side of things. One for your everyday putting it in the ground, and then the other is for the rigorous process of directional drilling and the pullback forces needed to make sure that wire survives. So I know a little bit more technical, but believe me, I could go on for hours, but that's basically the gist is three products. One is 50% stronger, one is 200% stronger, and then one is 600% stronger. That's it. Well, that's pretty incredible as you consider these these products and and the way that Brian has expertly laid out uh, the benefits of them here today. Uh, Brian and CJ, I want to turn it over to you guys for any final thoughts, anything that we haven't discussed yet here on the podcast that you want to make sure that we mention uh, before we wrap up today. Guys, let me uh, let me turn it back over to you, Brian. Maybe uh, maybe you start us off with uh, any closing thoughts, any uh, anything we haven't mentioned yet, or just a, a summary of your thoughts on copper clad tracer wire. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, in conclusion, copper clad steel, it, it, it's the only wire that can improve the locating system and reduce costs at the same time. We live in a world where environmentally friendly installation methods are being called for. We see it with like things like green energy and all of that. Directional drilling is that green side to installing utility lines. It's non-disruptive uh, to the daily lives of people. It's environmentally friendly. It's the process of choice when we go underneath a riverbed to try and get these services in. So it makes sense to obviously use a tracer wire solution and product options that can grow with you and not against you. In uh, a good conclusion, uh, I just got done doing a project with the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, very successful business case here. Um, but they were doing directional drilling and they were using six wires of an eight gauge product. Um, long story short, they were spending about $2,000 for every thousand feet of pipe and tracer wire. Uh, they made the switch to the directional drilling series and we were able to recoup 350% cost savings in that. In, in general, our products are designed to give you a better system, reduce your costs, and improve the operating procedures of the company. I can't lay it out any simpler than that. Yeah, and I, and I think for me is from, you know, what we do a really good job at uh, Presco and ProLine is it's not just product-based. It's really service-based too. And I think it's really important that um, you know, our customers understand that that we're a partner of theirs. And in order to be a good partner, they need to know that they can come to us with a, a job, a situation, and we can create solutions for them. And so, you know, back when Brian was talking about tracer wire systems, it is just that. We don't just sell wire. We don't just sell connectors and we don't just sell anodes. We sell an entire system and we offer our knowledge and our expertise to make sure that you get that system put in the ground as efficiently, as cost-effective, and as safe as possible. Because that's really what's going to drive everything moving forward, whether that's not having to go back in and fix something that should have been done right the first time, we'll prevent all that. So, you know, we really ask our customers is, you know, reach out to us, allow us to uh, have a hands-on approach with you guys, and we will set you up 
uh, for success the first time, because I can tell you if, you know, people that cut corners in this market, um, you know, uh, there's, there's some horror stories out there and it, it's something that you really don't want to be on the wrong end of. And so by partnering with us, and I mean, as, as everyone listening to this, you can hear the expertise and, uh, and, and Brian's knowledge, I can assure you he can go on for, I think the first time I ever had a conversation with him on this, I think we started at eight and we were over at six and he could have gone for probably a couple more days. But bottom line is I really appreciate you guys having us on. You know, it's, it's our goal out there to bring as much value to our customers and so they can bring value uh, to their customers as possible. And uh, Tyler, I really appreciate it. It's good to talk with you again. Well, it's been excellent having the the two of you on the podcast. And and CJ, I'll, I'll echo what you said. Brian's uh, expertise uh, really comes through in, in this conversation, and so it's been an absolute blast getting to have you guys on the uh, on the program. CJ, um, where should people go for more information um, on on these products? And Brian, maybe you can chime in and, and give us a website or, or or somewhere where people can go to get more questions answered and that sort of thing. Yeah. So um, since we're all part of the same family now, you can actually go to www.presco.com. Uh, you'll see under marking products are different um, items. And there's actually a link on there under tracer wire that will take you to www.prolinesafety.com. Um, and that will give you all the uh, basic information, some of the cut sheets on here, some of the technical aspects uh, of the wire and the accessories. Yeah, and from my point of view, um, most of the information is somewhat readily accessible from the websites. Um, if you know there's anything that we need to be you know involved on from a uh, solution provider standpoint or bringing ideas to the table, uh, that's what we're here for. Um, you know, the the one thing I'd want our customers to take away uh, from the end of this podcast, um, and many can attest to it. Uh, not only are we a great manufacturer with awesome customer service and great sales resources out there to help support our distribution chain and end users, we like to bring and drive solutions to create extra value for our customers at the end of the day. He who brings or she who brings the most value generally is the winner. And that's what we try to do. We want to basically improve these locating systems, make it a win-win for everybody involved. So if you have any questions um, or anything that we can help with, uh, we're here to help and uh, you know take advantage of that. Absolutely. Well, CJ and Brian, thank you again so much for joining me here on the podcast today for this episode of The Marking Minute. CJ, Brian, thanks again. Thank you. Been a pleasure, Tyler. Thank you. And everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode of the podcast. We appreciate you listening along with us. Again, make sure to go check out more information from CJ and Brian on the website. If you have more questions, feel free to reach out to those guys as well. And of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast. So if you're not already subscribed to the Marking Minute, make sure you do that so you can get thought leadership like what you heard from Brian and CJ today on a regular basis. So we'll be back soon with new episodes. So uh, stay up to date with everything going on at Presco. And we will talk to you again soon. Soon, but until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.